0: This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. December 16th, Friday. Normally, I would have been asleep when Dr. Tyson slipped into the dimly lit ward. It was the end of a long day of physical therapy sessions in a long week of successive days of physical therapy sessions. I know I'm gaining ground, but it is punishing to my weak body, and you'd think I'd be happy to close my eyes. But tonight, I'm fighting my old demon, insomnia. My mind has been in a constant churn since Trina's visit. I don't blame her for being angry with me. In her eyes, I'm the person who interfered with her life plan. If not for me, pitiful, pregnant coma girl, she'd be well into the season of hosting holiday parties with her handsome husband, Duncan, by her side. I watched Dr. Tyson walk to Karen Sue's bed and check her position, her vitals, and the equipment around her bed. The doctor's movements are purposeful and unhurried before she moves to Chandra Taylor's bed. Since Chandra is on a wheezing ventilator, there are more items to check. By the time she gets to my bed, I'm sure Dr. Tyson is tired and ready to go home, yet her movements seem just as methodical. Hi, I croak. Oh, hello, Marigold. I'm sorry to wake you. You didn't... Ah, you can't sleep either? No. You must be antsy to leave the hospital and get out of here. Dr. Jarvis says you are progressing at almost unbelievable rates. He's been your champion all along. She sighed. I'm sorry I wasn't more optimistic, more... encouraging. I don't know what to say, so I remain silent. She gave a little laugh. I used to be just like Dr. Jarvis. Always the first person to try something new, to believe the impossible. You, coma girl, have been a wake-up call for me. Because you showed me just how much I've changed, and not for the better. I don't know what happened to my life. Somewhere along the line, I traded in hope and curiosity for apathy and status quo. She made a rueful noise in her throat, and not just in my professional life. She leaned into the bed rail and steepled her hands. Tell me, Marigold... Do you remember any conversations that took place when you were comatose? She was probably referring to her confession that her husband had asked for an open marriage. Or perhaps the phone call she unwittingly took from a call girl prompted by an ad her husband had taken out on an adult website. I had a choice to make. As a doctor, Zegre Tyson needs to know some comatose patients can hear everything happening around them. But as a woman, she needs to feel she can keep her private humiliation private. No, I don't remember anything. Her relief is palpable. Good to know. I want to say goodbye, Marigold. I'm leaving Brady and Atlanta to take a position on the West Coast. I'm going to start over. But I'll leave you and my other patients in the very capable hands of Dr. Jarvis. He's a fine physician. Good luck, Marigold. And thank you. Dr. Tyson slipped from the room and I sent good thoughts after her before turning back to my own fears. What's keeping me awake ...isn't the fact that Trina came by to vent her anger on me. I rather wish she'd pointed out the obvious, that I'm not as pretty as she is, or as well-educated, or as well-employed... ...and those inadequacies would leave Duncan wanting. Instead, what she'd said about me being a project for Duncan... ...had the awful ring of truth. Hi. Hi. This is Stephanie Bond, author of the Coma Girl Daily Podcast. Every year, I launch a new daily serial like Coma Girl on my website for readers to enjoy. Members of my serials Facebook group are the first to learn about the newest serial. So please join the group for lively discussion and insider information. The link is in the show notes. And come back tomorrow for another episode of Coma Girl.